Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another time in your presence to look at your word. Father, we ask that you please speak to us in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord Jesus, tonight again as we look into your word, open our heart of understanding, let your light shine, let there be clarity of vision in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Uh, once again, I want to welcome us to another session of Word Feast. And I pray that tonight again, God will speak into our hearts. God will speak to every situation and address every uh, situation that seems to be difficult in the name of Jesus. Uh, right, last week, just by way of recap, last week we spoke about uh, the power of total obedience, looking at the life of Ruth. Uh, we said that one of the things that is very key in the life of a man when it comes to uh, promoting or putting someone, a person, on the topmost top is obedience, total obedience. Uh, as a matter of fact, there are certain things that even sacrifice uh, will not get across to us if the place of obedience uh, is not uh, fulfilled, if the, the aspect of obedience is not considered. Okay, last week we also made us to understand that total obedience is irreplaceable, okay, and that's why the scripture says that to obey is better than sacrifice. As much as sacrifice has its place in the kingdom of God, uh, we must understand that obedience to God's instruction is very key as it determines the outcome or the result of every man's life. If you are to uh, commit God to uh, anything in our life, if you are to see God's commitment in whatsoever endeavor we are to embark on, total obedience to His instruction uh, is very, very vital. And I hope last week we, Adolescent, spoke to us and we learned one thing or the other. And I also want to encourage us, for those of us who missed last session, to kindly go back to listen to that session. And I hope that we'll be blessed as we do so in Jesus' name. Okay, so tonight, very quickly, we're going to be brief, just as usual. Uh, we'll be looking at keys to root significance in Israel, in the land of Israel. Uh, uh, from the very session that we had considering this book, we understood that uh, Ruth was a stranger, okay, a Moabite. She was a non-Israelite, okay. Uh, but then, in spite of her background, she rose to significance uh, in the land of Israel. As a matter of fact, she became one of the topmost uh, uh, women, one of the women that uh, we love to be recognized with because of a, a, a kind of lifestyle, because of certain things that were evident in our life. So this evening we'll be looking briefly at keys to root significance uh, in Israel. What are the things that were uh, at work or that were evident in our life? What were the things that were exhibited by her that actually placed her or made her very important uh, in Israel? If we look at Ruth chapter 4, verse 15 to 16, we saw there where it was said that uh, that the son that Ruth gave birth to was said about the son that uh, in verse 15 that and he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age for thy daughter-in-law which loveth thee which is better to thee 
than seven sons had born him. Okay, it was said about Ruth there that Ruth, uh, as a result of the life she lived, was better than seven sons. Okay, she was uh, recognized all over the city, neighboring cities, uh, the people of Israel as being better than seven sons. Why? Because of the uh, exceptional character that she exuded. Okay, so we want to look at the life of Ruth and the things that made her very significant at that time okay so let's look at a few uh, a particular verse or a couple of verses here as we begin to look at these things Ruth chapter 3 verse uh, 11 specifically Ruth 3 verse 11 says and now my daughter fear not I will do to thee all that thou requirest for all the city of my people doth know that thou art a virtuous woman now this boas uh, a kinsman or the, uh, the, the the kinsman of naomi uh, or the relative of naomi who was referred to as the mighty man of wrath in israel at that time okay however uh this was said about he said this about Ruth that all the city of his people are uh, regarded or knows ruth as a woman of virtue not all the people of the city but all the city of his people, that means everyone, including the neighboring city, in a city without, within, okay, her private life was equal to her public life. She wasn't one thing in private and something else in public. She wasn't one thing in the city where she dwelt and something else uh, in other cities whenever she left that city, okay. It, could, it, it was said about her, you know, it was affirmed about her that, you know, in all the city that as to that where, where the, the people of Israel lived, okay, that she was a virtuous woman, okay, uh, and that was uh, actually a, a, a good testimony about her. So uh, the, the question now, the first question that I, I would like us to answer this evening is that what can people say about you, okay, beginning from your inner carcass, okay, your family members, okay, if you're married, your, your, your wife, your children, what can they say about you, okay? Is, is there is there is there a testimony about you the same as the testimony of the people without? Okay, what are the, your friends saying about you? What are those distant to you? Okay, what are they saying about you? Okay, what are the testimony of? Is, is, does it correlate or is, are there differences? Okay, even you yourself, what can you say about what is God saying about you? Okay, so uh, Ruth we saw in in this passage that Ruth actually didn't live a life. Of hypocrisy, of, of, of hypocrisy. Okay, she wasn't hypocritical about her life. She was a person, an individual of one life, of 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 sort of 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 his particular principle. She was known for for something. She stood for that thing, whether at home or outside. Okay, not being something uh, at home in her city and um, something else uh, whenever she's out. Okay, so Boaz said about her that all the city of my people don't know that thou art a virtuous man. Now, when we talk about a virtuous woman, what does it mean? Okay, virtuous, uh, to be a virtuous woman means to be a woman of strong character, to be a woman of inner strength, okay? Uh, talking about inner abilities, okay? Inner beauty, inner virtue, okay? Something that comes from within, that people can see, even though it is from within, okay, but then people could see it, okay, being exhibited um, 
<clears throat> by that person. Okay, so tonight we'll just look at a few things with three or four characters that were peculiar to now I mean to Ruth, uh, which uh, at the end of the day placed her at the topmost top and made her very very significant. As a matter of fact, we saw later that Ruth uh, was the grandmother, great grandmother of Jesus Christ. Okay, because she was in the lineage of of Jesse, who gave bright birth to David, and uh, of course, uh, David, uh, that lineage was what gave rise to Jesus Christ. Okay, so briefly, one look at some of the characters that positioned her, uh, that, that that made her significant at that time, that uh, made her exceptional above every other woman. Number one is that she was completely sold out. Okay, she was sold out for a cause. Okay, she was given out completely. When we look at uh, Ruth chapter 1, start reading from verse 16 downward, we saw that Ruth clave completely to Naomi and mother-in-law. She said, wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you die, I will die. Your people shall be my people. So she was completely sold out to God. She embraced the entirety of the family of her husband. Not saying, oh, she's only married to her husband, that what happens uh, in her in-laws' house is none of her business, that she's only married to her husband, she's not married to the in-laws. I mean, she was. She took the, the whole family, okay, as her own, okay? She was completely sold out, okay? Not even, take, looking uh, uh, into, uh, taking it, uh, it from another perspective, aside from the perspective of, of marriage, you know, for an individual to rise to uh, a, a position of of significance, okay, in in a particular society, uh, to be to, to rise to a particular point, uh, in, in, to to the topmost top in whatsoever field of endeavor, you know, whatever place we found ourselves, or in whatsoever course we've given ourselves to, we must ensure that we are completely sold out, okay, giving ourselves completely to that course, to that thing, okay. Giving everything, sacrificing everything. We saw last week that even though total obedience is very key, okay, to for positioning ourselves for favor, there's also a place or a role that sacrifice plays, okay, in in, in a man's life, okay. So uh, Peter told Jesus that we have left all. What then shall we have, okay? And Jesus Christ said they shall have, you know, those things that we have left, even here. In this world and also year after, okay, and that tells us the power of, you know, of being of of of, of being sold out, the ability, the 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 the, the, the profit or the dividends of being sold out completely for a cause, okay. You believe in something, then you go out all out for it, okay, doing everything that it takes. Okay, doing everything in accordance to what you believe. Okay, not just you saying you believe in something and not giving your best, everything that is required to get the, uh, the desired result. Okay, so one of the things that put Ruth at the topmost top was her ability to cleave completely to Naomi, to be sold out, to be sold out completely. Okay, to be sold out. That's... Um, that business or that uh, dream that you believe in, how much of yourself have you thrown into it? Okay, that vision that God has given to you that you believe so much in, how much of yourself have you thrown into it? Okay, are you sold out to ensure that that thing 
is come or is actualized or comes to reality. The second uh, key uh, that we look at in the life of Ruth, which was exhibited by her, is submission. Submission, the ability to bring herself down, to be instructed. Okay, how much, uh, I mean, the ability uh, to, to take correction. Okay, to listen to correction. Okay, to, to be guided. You must understand that uh, if, if we must get to, uh, if we must uh, get to that glorious or desired future that that we have in view, we must be willing to be corrected. We must be willing to be instructed. Okay, uh, the Word of God says that in the multitude of counselors there is safety. Okay, if there's any reason why you will have a safe landing, anyone we have a safe landing, okay, it's because that person. Uh, is willing or will submit totally to guidance, to is to be instructed. Okay, the word of God says that for as men that are led by the by, by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Okay, that means whenever an individual refuses to be uh, refuse to be led by the Spirit of God, that person do not stand a chance of manifesting the person of God. Do not stand a chance of manifesting the glory of God, okay? Now, because when we talk about sonship, okay, it's about uh, uh, being, uh, it's about talking about manifesting the likeness, okay, the, the, the glory, the the, the, the the character, the person, okay, of God, okay? So, but it takes submission. It takes uh, willingness to submit totally to the leadings and guidance of God. The word of God says that blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Okay, that means, uh, that our inheritance as children of God lies in meekness. How much we inherit, okay? Uh, how much we lay a hand upon? How much we 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 we, we, we uh, How much of God is manifested in our life is dependent on meekness, okay? We have been blessed with all uh, with, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, okay? We are co-heirs with Christ. Okay, we are referred to as joint heirs with Christ. But what makes those things materialize, okay, is meekness. What brings those things to reality in the life of an of a believer is meekness. Okay, the ability to listen to instruction, the ability to be guided. As a matter of fact, Jesus Christ said about the Holy Spirit that when He come, He will teach you all things. He will guide you into all truth. Okay, and that's why we are talking about keys. Okay, without a key. You can't access a locked room. Without a key, we can't access locked uh, treasures. Okay? There are treasures, there are depths in God. Okay? And it takes someone who has the key to grant us access. Uh, so, meekness is key. When we look at the life of Naomi, she submitted completely. She followed Naomi to a land. She submitted herself. Okay? Everything that Naomi asked her to do, she did. And that was what gave her that place. Okay? If she had refused to obey completely, and, and that was why we spoke about the power of total obedience last week, if she has refused to listen or to hacking or to follow the instructions of Naomi, she wouldn't have become a one of become one of one of the persons to be reckoned with uh, in the land of Israel. So we must understand that make meekness, submission, is very key when it comes to uh, we uh, seeing the reality of what God has in, st- has in stock for us. Number three uh, is that uh, Ruth 
was willing to serve service okay she served okay she served she was willing to learn serve so many people want to be masters but they don't want to uh they don't want to learn they don't want to be servants okay they don't want to uh be under someone they don't want to be too taught but then they want to be masters they want to be kings okay and that's why the book of galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says that uh even though uh the heir okay who is entitled uh to the the, the the throne okay even though the, uh, a particular person is an heir who is entitled to the throne as long as he remains a child okay will remain under tutor okay we must understand that uh uh learning okay or service or tutorial or, 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 or uh, to be uh, to, uh, mentorship is meant to build us up to the point whereby we can also mentor other people is meant to build in us capacity okay mentorship is very critical service where we are ready and willing to submit bring ourselves down to serve others okay to serve in your respective field okay we should not just aspire you know to be something but then there are people who God has placed you know around us to teach us those things okay to teach us those things to put those things into teach us those things so we won't have to struggle okay we have so many half baked okay uh half baked professionals half baked people here and there why because they are not willing and ready to serve they are not willing and ready to come down you know and learn okay uh so many kings today uh, even though they are kings but then they are still uh children in their thinking okay they are still children in their in their in their talking they are still children in handling us and that's why our uh, results are not being generated results are not being generated okay uh so we must understand that if we must get to the throne if we must uh, have delivered to us the inheritance which is able to make us very significant if you must become someone to be reckoned with in our time we must be willing to serve we must be willing to serve we must be willing to learn all it takes okay not just uh, looking for shortcuts to get uh, the result okay willing to learn the nitty-gritty the rudiments okay okay what it takes to be uh a king or a master okay and lastly looking at the life of ruth we saw contentment we saw contentment ruth chapter 3 uh verse 10 we saw there where boaz said about her that she uh she didn't go after rich men okay she didn't go i mean she was contented with what she had she was contented with staying with naomi you know she was contented with just i mean helping naomi out with serving naomi okay just like some other persons okay they are contented with just serving god they are contented with the presence of god okay they are not are uh, going after god because of what they have to gain okay there's this contentment okay that they have okay irrespective of uh, what uh, they could uh, they, they could get okay from it okay but then they were contented Okay so the question now is uh why are you going after God is it just after is it just because of the things you could get okay why are you praying is it just for you to get blessed okay when the blessings come are you not going to stop praying okay when those things that you are following God for when they come are you not going to relent 
Okay, why are you following God? Contentment. Okay, irrespective of of the situation at that time, Naomi. I mean, Ruth was just contented being with Naomi. Okay, the ultimate goal for her was just the presence, the presence. And as believers, if the ultimate goal for us is the presence, I mean, we have everything. We have everything. I'm going to end with this story, which some of uh, some persons I might know, but I'm going to end with this story about. a certain a number of fishes uh, in, in the ocean who actually small fishes now who actually have been tormented by a bigger shark okay so uh, three of them and I think there are three of them now who prayed that uh, who made requests to God uh, concerning their rescue from that bigger shark so they won't be a prey and one of them prayed to God that God should make every part of his body highs Okay, so that when the shark is coming, you would have seen fire from, I mean, from far, okay, from whatever angle when the shark is coming, okay. And uh, when the shark was coming, God, God answered his prayer, and when the shark was coming, okay, he saw from afar off, and he jumped out of the ocean, okay, into a small pond. You know, and after a while, when the sun came up, the small pond dried up, and the fish died. Okay, the second one made a request to God that God should give... Uh, it uh, wings to fly so that when the shark is coming it will fly out of the ocean and be able to escape okay so he saw the shark coming again and uh, he flew out and was like laughing and you know and thought he has escaped from the shark okay but then uh, and Hugo saw it uh, from above and like wow what am I seeing this is a fish and you know just took it out for lunch but he thought fish uh in the ocean just made a request that all he just needs or asks for is the presence of God okay the presence and when the shark was coming okay with the baby shark and the baby shark told the shark that oh this is the this is a prayer let's go after it the shark told the baby shark the bigger shark told the baby shark that are you blind can't you see that there's an image okay around him within Okay, and that was how that other uh, fish escaped and couldn't. Uh, I mean, wasn't. I mean, I mean, escaped and wasn't a prey anymore. Okay, so we must understand that what makes the difference. Okay, is the presence of God. Fine, uh, we should not be complacent. Okay, we should aim higher. Okay, of course, everyone loves good things, but that should not be the basis for going after God. Okay, our basis for going after God is to be in His presence. Okay, to enjoy His presence. You know, irrespective of whatsoever is happening around us, so long or so far we have His presence with us. I mean, we are okay because in the presence of God there is fullness of joy. Okay, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We know that irrespective of what we are going through, I mean, we are going to come out triumphantly because he said, when we go through the fire, okay, uh, the fire will not burn us. Why? Because it will be there with us, just like the three Ibu men. Okay, if we go through the waters, the f- water will not, uh, no, will not drown us, will not overturn us. Okay, just like the children of Israel, they went through, walked on the dry land through the Red Sea. Okay, God made a way, okay, in the Red Sea. God made a way in the wilderness okay why Be- the presence of god was with them okay so I-, I would like to encourage us tonight that irrespective of what 
our dreams are irrespective of what we desire to have. Let's let's allow our cravings, our desires for the presence of God to be above all. Okay, let it be above all that even when we have our prayers answered, okay, we will not stop chasing after God. Okay, just like the deer panted after the water, so our soul will pant after Him day in, day out. And I pray that this words that we've heard uh, will not work against us in the name of Jesus. I pray that uh, for every one of us, uh, we will keep working rightly perfectly with God in the name of Jesus. As God be, uh, continues to lift us up, the promotion will not take us back from Him. Whatsoever uh, uh, promotion that He gives us, whatsoever blessing that He gives us, will not take us back from God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. So, once again, I want to thank us for uh, staying through our uh, at the, the the episodes the the teachings of, the, of uh, looking at the life of Ruth at the book of Ruth from chapter one down to chapter four, and I hope that it's been a blessing. And I also want to encourage us that we could go back to some of this teaching to listen over and over again. And I trust the Holy Spirit to instruct us and to uh, guide us as we listen to some of these things in the name of Jesus. Okay, so uh, next uh, uh, next month uh, because we'll be handing this. Uh, the study on Ruth today. So from next month, February, we'll be looking at the topic, the crucified life, uh, and we'll be having uh, a father to talk to us. Uh, one of the fathers who actually has been my mentor uh, to talk to us uh, next month. And I, I really want to encourage us not to miss next month's session because it's going to be a very powerful one. It's going to be very instructive. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I don't want any one of us to miss. So please, let's try as much as possible to uh, make ourselves available for this episode. Let's try as much as possible to be expectant. And I pray that God in himself will touch us. And I pray that our Christian experience, our Christian work with him, will be a brighter one every day in the name of Jesus. Thank you and God bless you. Amen.